From active time battling to zombie slaying, Waffling Tailors covers video games and beyond. Today we are joined by Mo from the Squonk and the Hag podcast to talk about Christmassy games and things. As the wrestlers say, cut the music! Today's episode goes to spoopy places at times and is very tangent heavy. I have a machine to play this sound. To indicate when the subject changes, I want to give you a heads up when it happens because it happens a lot. In this episode, we chat about all manner of Christmas games, including everything from being a dick as a goose, log burning videos, and dimensional portals in the basement. Also, this episode has swears in it, you've been warned. Strap yourselves in, people. This pod is unlike any Christmas special out there. So sit back, grab some snacks, and get ready for this episode entitled Christmas with Mo. Wrong side, flip me over. Take it away, guys. Hello there. Yeah, I'm still in that meme. The hell will you fight me? My name is Squidge. Welcome to the Waffling Tailors. I am one of two co-hosts. Um, I was going to say, as you can see, but that would be really hard to do in an audio form. Um, so I am Squidge of the Waffling Tailors. You're listening to the Waffling Tailors. We have the co-host, which I'll introduce right now. You love him. You can't live without him. He is here. He is lovable. He is draped and dripped in chocolate in prep for this episode. It is Jay. Make some noise, my friend. Um, I, 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 I just want to make it clear. Um, oh, there is no chocolate. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, I, don't, I don't know what to say. No chocolate? No chocolate. I prepped that room just for you. There's a vat no. bubbling. Well, well, I don't know. I just I just didn't do it. I don't know what to Put say. Put in the effort for Christmas and no one bothers. Well, you know, when, you, when you're preparing your, your Christmas chocolate vat, you need to let people know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I had Did. no idea. Check your bleeding phone, man. There's a message. I told well, you. Well, you told me to turn it off. No, I didn't. You turned it off. What you said was turn it off before you get in the chocolate vat. Oh, damn. Ah, caught you out. <laughs> I love this. Our guest is trying the best not to laugh. Um, let it out. Let it out. Come on. <laughs> well, I didn't know if I was supposed to just lose my shit or if I was supposed to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it was painful to not laugh. <laughs> so I I said to try and do that in the beginning, just to see if anyone reacts. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so much fun. Okay, so. <laughs> I d- don't worry, I'll let you introduce yourself, okay? No pressure. So, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> Mystery guest right, for this Christmas episode. Hmm? What? I said, just get it right, that's all. <laughs> yeah, just get it right. Well, that's the top one. Hi, I'm itself. Jay of the Waffling Tailors. Uh, I do computer stuff, and I, um, I, I, I know a lot of things. And I sound really smart on Discord all the time. It's all a lie, friends. It's all a lie. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can say, yeah, did, you, you've got really high pitch. Should you sit down really too fast? What's going on? You've got really high pitched all of a sudden. 
Wait, am I still Jay or is JJ? Yes, I- this has gone so meta. I can't understand it. I need one of those roadmaps. You know, you know that picture of that guy going, "It's all here," and you've got like the the picture and the red lines, and it's like it's all a conspiracy. I can't follow it. So I tell you what, just be yourself. Jay can be Jay. Okay. All right, you leave him to do that. You just be yourself. So please introduce yourself if you could. All right. So I am Mo. I am one of the co-hosts of the Squonk and the Hag, which is a true crime and scary stories. Uh, podcast, which kind of goes hand in hand with the uh, stuff on the wall with the red string, because uh, <laughs> mm. we we also talk about conspiracies here and there. We talk about uh, folk tales, uh, cryptids, anything that can go bump in the night. So that could be a serial killer that actually has been convicted and in jail, or that could be you know some legend tale of you know that creepy thing outside your window at night. So. I have a co-host. His name is Kraken or Cracko. Everybody kind of just has fun with his name. He's also referred to as Crackhead, but uh, <laughs> he is—he's <laughs> uh, my best friend, and we have known each other for years. So we have that probably very similar dynamic to the two of you guys, where it's mm-hmm. a lot of you know just silliness and comfortable hanging out with friends and telling a story at the same time. So it's it's a lot of fun. We also have um, we say we it's the team, but that always sounds like we're paying people. Uh, but we have friends who also help out. So people who research stories for us, social media uh, ideas, merch, all that kind of stuff. But it's it's fun. It's all just friends and for fun and you know all that. I do have a full time job as a graphic designer. So I, um, I can't unfortunately pour every moment of time into the podcast, but it's fun. (laughs) It's fun. And, um, I guess outside of that, if you want to know about me, I, um, I don't like to leave the house. I do, (laughs) uh, a lot of crafting. I, uh, I do everything from knitting and crochet to building D&D terrain, painting miniatures. I learned how to cast resin so I can make my own dice. Uh, so I just do a lot of crafting and, um, you know, just like being creative and uh, married with four cats. So uh, <laughs> there's that. But it's fun. And I just kind of try to try to enjoy life. Uh, you know, life doesn't always let you, but try. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're a dab hand with a glue gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm very cautious of people who's good with glue guns because I tend not to piss them off because I don't know if I'll wake up the next well, day without being glued to the wall. <laughs> you know, I um the, the I, way I see it is if you're a dab hand with a glue gun, you're okay with gaffer tape. And if if I know someone who is a dab hand with gaffer tape, I'm not going to let gorilla tape, whatever it is, I'm not going to get anywhere near them because I'll end up being attached to the ceiling, you know. Uh, like that meme from the land party back in the days where the guy's duct taped to the ceiling. Just, yeah. Um, I I will say I use the glue gun a lot. I wouldn't say I'm good with it. I have a huge tube <laughs> of burn cream on my desk so that I can use that. I also, right now, um, I was using a utility knife recently to add texture into rocks. And I had band-aids on most of the fingers of my left hand at the time um 
And one of them, actually, we were watching it the rest of the night because we were like, should I go to the emergency room? <laughs> Do I need stitches on that? But uh, so far, it it it's not it's it's not gushing anymore. So we'll, we'll all the digits are still down. attacked. All, all, yeah. all the digits are still there. I, I, yeah. I, where's the where's the camera? I got all five fingers yeah. on both hands. Um, to the point to now. Oh. I mean, kudos for the utility knife. I would just grab the knife out of the kitchen drawer and hacked away at it. So uh, that's no, the difference. I, I have, I have one of the the clicky ones where you can like pull the yeah. blade like super long, and then I have uh, exacto knives. Mm. So just casually on your desks, you know. Yeah. Well, this is this is just my casually there. This is where I do all my crafting. This is where my computer is. This is where I work. This is where I, I spend a lot of time in this very spot. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So you yeah. can imagine I'm probably built like a supermodel sitting like this all day, every day. It's it's uh, it's a curse. If 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 only the listeners could see the camera right now. It's glamorous hairdos and ball gown. It's it's. Uh, oh yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's paint a word picture for the listeners of what this is actually. Um, I got the. <laughs> so we'll start with the glasses. Kraken calls these the Dahmer three thousands because these are the <laughs> these are the glasses that uh, serial killers in the seventies all seem to wear. Um, my hair is in some sort of weird scrunchy situation. I don't know what happens. Uh, I'm in sweats and a hoodie and I'm pretty sure I look like some sort of gargoyle, but I'm comfortable. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Com where it comfy is king. Comfy yeah. is king. Well, tomorrow we're going to PAX Unplugged. So I, mm. I'm like, I'm not wearing shoes today because tomorrow I have to wear real shoes and real pants and I'm going to have to like look human because Matt Mercer's <laughs> going to, hey, Matt Mercer's going to be there. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, he's doing, he's doing the uh, keynote tomorrow. And if mm. I would happen to walk like within a hundred feet of him, I don't want him to go, ah! You know, that's <laughs> kind of the end goal, <laughs> not to terrify Matt Mercer. <laughs> the, the amount of storytelling he does, I suppose, even if you wandered up and you had hobbit feet, he'd find it cool. So he'd be all right. True. He'd work it into a story. He'd be like, so yeah. this this woman walks into the room and my God, you should have seen her feet. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrifying. <laughs> It was hobbit feet until he got to the nails. They were just talon claws. She was she was picking up things from the floor as she walked. You know. Oh god, that's that's scary. <laughs> that's so scary. Yeah, I I have a hell of an imagination. Yeah, it's uh, not advisable. Yeah, so you're sat there all all nice and chilled in your sweats and stuff, and I've got a Christmas jumper on. There's one thing missing with how I'm looking. I will take a picture of this so it's in the show notes. I don't have a Christmas hat, but I do have this. I mean, that's close enough. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. very, very festive. Absolutely. Plus, I, I can keep an eye on people, even if I'm not looking at them. So. <laughs> um, I have, so my, my wireless headphones are charging, and they are the ones with the cat ears. Mm. 
And I have a tiny little knit hat that fits (laughs) on the cat ears of my headphones. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) I think, Squidge, because it's the Christmas episode and we're talking to Mo, if you have it to hand, I think you should show Mo your Christmas tree. That you, because uh, Squidge doesn't have a Christmas tree. Oh, hang on, it's it's not a Christmas tree. Do you bear with me? Yeah, Again, I'll take a picture of this for the show notes. Just bear with yeah, me. Yeah, he has to exit left, chased by a bear, to be able to go find it. <laughs> so I will. It depends how well it'll show up on camera. I'll try. Um, I will take a picture of this for the show notes. I don't have a Christmas tree. I have a Christmas cactus. That lights up. You might not be able to see it too well. Hang on. There you go. Oh, God, it's so cute. We don't have a Christmas, Christmas tree cactus. either. So I, I Well, can... you got four cats. I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's, yeah I was just going to say. We tried. We tried many times. We gave up. So um, so I, 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 I understand the no Christmas tree dumb existence. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I have tinsel and a few other bits and bobs. I've got an excessive amount of chocolate, but just no Christmas tree. I love there chocolate. It, I agree, I approve. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, I'm, I'm I'm glad I got your approval. I can I can sleep well tonight. Now <laughs> I'm so glad of that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to like put some kind of sticker on your pile of chocolate that says "Mo approved." <laughs> <laughs> like a thumb like a thumbs up or something <laughs> yeah it's just my face <laughs> i'll get a, i'll get a light in neon that i can plug in when i turn off the green screen that i've got to hang it on the wall it says more proves of me um i actually have a neon sign you can't see it on the camera um but it says mo up above nice. yeah I, I, I can see it a little bit yeah yeah nice. it's not yeah. turned on yeah. but you can get custom neon rather affordably online. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can get all sorts of custom things online. Can't I, dear? Yes, you can. You found out yes. to your delight. Yeah. Uh, um, just so for for people that don't know, I don't know if Jay can show it on screen. Um, oh, hang on, he's going to. That there. I got him a custom wrestling belt. It's a full-size, actual, made-to-similar specifications that all of the other, all the pro wrestling companies use. Pro wrestling belt. With brass plates and everything. I will add, uh, the guy who made it for me lives in Calgary, Canada. So, could you get any more wrestling than wrestling with that? The home of Bret Hart, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The home of the greatest of all time. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I, I know full well you can get custom stuff online. I've done it. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I actually, most things, I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if I had this? And then I just have to try to figure out how to make it. <laughs> and if not, you just go, you know what? Here's a bunch of money. You make it. I'll wait a month. It'll be fun. <laughs> Yeah, so much it. easier. So that was that was possibly one of the most tangent-filled intros we've ever had. Sorry, Wait, we're uh, recording now. Not sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. And yes, yes, we are recording. Don't give me that. 
<laughs> We've made that mistake in the past. We're still recording. It's no worries. Um, so, in case you haven't noticed, this is a Christmas theme one, and I'll, I'll get to it in a second. But I've got a little intro, and I'm hoping I can get through this to describe the episode without cracking up too much. Okay? So bear with me. Up oh, to oh, Mo's already gone. That's good. That's a good sign. Uh, so it's a Christmas themed episode. Right? So imagine you're entering the living room. The battlefield of festive cheer turned into a scene straight out of a slapstick comedy holiday movie. The twinkling lights on the Christmas tr- Christmas tree are twinned with the glow of Uncle Bob's Rudolph sweater. The cat is pouring at the carnage it wrought, reminiscing of the previous day's epic battle with the Christmas tree. As we venture further, the air is thick with with the scent of both triumph and culinary failure. Aunt Mildred's fruitcake, once a brave culinary experiment, has now achieved legendary status as the only fruitcake to be declared as a biohazard. (laughs) Meanwhile... Grandma is serenely snoring on the couch, draped in tinsel like the queen of a Christmas jungle. In the kitchen, where the remnants of a feast now lie in glorious disarray, the turkey carcass looks like it's been through a Christmas war zone. Mashed potatoes have found a new home on the ceiling. And a once proud elf on a shelf is now hanging from the chandelier with a faraway look in its eyes as if to say, you weren't there. So with that in mind, let's talk about holiday hangovers. <laughs> How do you follow that? How do you follow that? <laughs> Easy. Roll the music, Squidge. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> We're done. That, 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 that. That's, just, that's, that, that's just to set the tone. That's all it is. That's, that's so in case you couldn't guess from that... <laughs> The, the the sort of theme of this is uh, like what games we play at Christmas, what games we play when we're hungover, if we are hungover, um, that kind of thing. Sort of comfy games that like you, you sit there with a blanket, you know, that kind of thing. You know, if the cats aren't wreaking havoc on the house or, you know, you're not having to clear up too much biohazardous material from the day before. That's the whole theme of this episode. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, I will. uh, I don't know if I'm skipping because I don't know what the uh, the order of the questions is, but I do have. We don't have any. We don't have any order or questions. So okay. Uh, I will say I, I do have a very I do have a favorite Christmas video game. It was at that moment that Jay and Squidge realized they had no clue what they were in for. They also didn't know the true meaning of the word tangent. From here on out, listening to this podcast may result in unexpected bursts of laughter sudden outbursts of nostalgia and a sudden realization that the topic at hand no longer applies. Side effects may also include snorts, giggles, guffaws, and an increased appreciation for skull thrones. Don't say we didn't warn you. Mm. 
Uh, so it's like it's it's that cozy, lovely, happy feeling. Um, I don't know if you've ever played Viscera Cleanup Detail. Yes. There is a Christmas version, and you have to remove parts of elves from the ceiling. Uh, Santa lost his mind and just slaughtered all the elves, all the reindeers, and you have to clean up after it. (laughs) And you have to get it sparkly 100% clean. And it is a combination of, hey, holiday cheer. And also, like, those games where, like, you're just cleaning. You're just, you know, getting a mop and bucket and a little, you know, clean up the walls and... It's just, I don't know why. I love sitting here, <laughs> like, all bundled up, cleaning up the massacre of the elves' workshop. <laughs> Santa finally got some of what Rudolph was having and lost it. This is amazing. How did I not know about this before? Oh, my God, you bet. Oh it's amazing. Goodness. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a similar thing to Power Wash Simulator. I don't know why, but I like playing that. Uh, it's, I, I can't I explain why. Yeah, exactly. It's there's just something so like lulling and relaxing about it. And like I hate cleaning in real life. Like if there was a crime scene in my house, I would not be the one who would be cleaning it up. But you put it in a video game and I'm like, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Give me more blood. More blood. More blood." Okay. Oh, look, entrails. <laughs> oh, <it's> like <laughs> intestines. Oh my god. But like, quick take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> but like in my house, it's like, oh my god, the cat threw up, and I'm getting a biohazard suit. But you know, you give me this game, and I'm like, oh, that's just some, you know, it's just a little gore. It's fine. <laughs> it's like in your in your actual house, your cat throws up, and you're like, sweetie, yeah, we're moving. <laughs> We need a whole new house. (laughs) (laughs) The front room needs incinerating. We'll get it redone. Absolutely. I think the incinerator is my favorite part of this cleanup detail. Because, like, every time you clean something up, you got to put it in the the, uh, incinerator. And I load that thing up so much that you can't close the door. And then I'm just sitting there like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. just so we're clear just for the people just for the people listening I have to get the camera that i see it's not piled up with like blood and viscera and bodies behind her this is just a video game she's talking about <laughs> all right i just like to make that very clear no i i just i i live on a pile of bones um it's just you know it's just oh, like, it's not it's- computer shares that's a skull throne got you i wonder what it was i was gonna ask yeah. about that yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's it's a difficult life to live. It's, you know, rather, it's lifestyle, you know. <laughs> it could be lonely at the top, yeah. Yeah. yeah people fearing yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I get it, I know what you mean. And, you know, you got to watch what colors you wear because blood doesn't come out of white unless you bleach it. Mm. And that's a lot of bleach. Deadpool had that lesson, just wear red. Can't tell, can you? <laughs> that reminds me of the greatest line in Deadpool movie history, which was, um, what is it? When he goes, this guy wore his burnt trousers today. Yeah, that's just brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
God, I love those movies. I love them so much. <laughs> uh. Oh, just something to look for more. I'll, I'll keep this in the episode. Something to look for. If you go on YouTube and you type in Deadpool with Ed, Ed and Eddie sound effects, the oh. first movie at the beginning, you know, the big car crash where he's fighting people. Yeah. It's that, but all of the sound effects are from a uh, cartoon. Oh, my God. Definitely. And anyone listening, it's well worth it. Even if you don't watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie, it's so well put together. I wrote it down. It's hilarious. I wrote it down. (laughs) We'll pop it in the show notes. That is vital information. Like, yes, it's. uh, If you learn nothing from this episode, which you probably won't, (laughs) you learned that. (laughs) We make no guarantees. Okay. We don't guarantee anything. We don't even guarantee you'll survive this episode. So, you know, one hundred percent. We'll put that as a warning at the beginning. Education. Well, Krakow and I always joke that um, our podcast is used as an example to other podcasters. Um, you know, a lot of times <laughs> it'll be like, "Oh yeah, you should you should watch this, listen to this, you know, follow this, see how they do this, see how they do that." But we're the example of what not to do. Just. <laughs> It's like, all right, you see this? Yeah, do the opposite of that and you will be successful. (laughs) I can just imagine it starts up and you start talking. It's like, this is episode 73. How have we not been cancelled yet? (laughs) I mean, we honestly don't understand why people listen. (laughs) We seriously are like, um, what? What? But, okay, I'm cool with it. I like it. It's fun. Like, you guys going to keep listening. I'm going to keep making it. But, like, it's pretty sad when my husband won't even be in the room when we record. That's <laughs> No, that's a good thing. I take that as a good thing. Well, it's not because he's being respectful of noise. It's because he just doesn't want to listen to it. <laughs> I mean, I... <I'd... laughs> People who do creative outlets, I don't know. I don't know many of their family will actually either listen to it or put up with them while they're doing it. So you must be doing something right. Fair, fair. Well, my sister's also into true crime, so she listens. Um, but my mother does not understand it at all, and she <laughs> she told a coworker, she's like, "Yeah, my daughter has a true crime podcast. I I don't really, I don't really get it." But she has it. And when her coworker listens to it and will be like, yeah, on the latest episode, my mom's just like, yeah, that matter, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I was I was honestly what I was expecting for you to say was, oh, yeah, my mom's friend. She listens to it. And now she's distanced herself from her. And I don't understand why. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh, this is what you brought into the world. I'm going to go over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm scared of you. I'll, I'll <laughs> change desk for someone. I'm going to stay somewhere else. I'm scared of you. If if that's what your daughter's like, I'm not meeting the rest of your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, at least your mum knows what a podcast is. <laughs> I I tried explaining yeah. it to my father, and it just right now, over his head. Now. Now, to add to what Jay just said, yeah, at least your mum knows what a podcast is. Our mum might not know what a podcast is, but I got her on an episode. <laughs> Remember? That's amazing! We, we we did like an April Fool's episode, and I got her to be an announcer, and I put her in Echo and everything. She didn't understand. I just told her to read that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I've got on an episode. That is absolutely amazing. Oh, my God. Just read these lines into the microphone. It's fine. Don't worry about it. 
But what are you going to do? Don't worry about it. But what is it? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dude, don't don't question. Don't ask. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the college frat party. Dude, don't ask. Don't say anything. Just drink it. I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, it's a college frat way of doing things. You might be alive then. <laughs> I can't guarantee you'll survive, but let's just see what happens. <laughs> So a Christmas comfy game, visceral cleanup. I I was not expecting that. Mm. Well, it really wasn't. Yeah. Um. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. it's fine. I just wasn't expecting it. Well, <laughs> yeah, because like most of the year, I am I'm that cozy gamer. You know, the Stardew Valleys of the world, the the cute and fun. Uh, not necessarily violent type like i'm terrible at combat in video games absolutely terrible and um i just i there so okay okay rewind i was a twitch streamer for a few years and i played minecraft Mm. and the joke was that i could not survive in minecraft i was on one of the servers I was on, I had over 300 deaths. And <laughs> like, that's when I stopped counting. I was like, yeah, we're not putting a counter up. People were like, you should put a death counter. I'm like, no, that's so much work. I'm just going to be sitting here pushing the button the whole time. So, um, <laughs> and that's Minecraft. So combat in Minecraft is not the most sophisticated. And then people are like, yeah, you should play FPSs and, you know, shoot them ups and all that stuff. And I'm like, Bro, I can't live. I can't survive in Minecraft, and you want me to go out in a zombie apocalypse with a machine gun? That's gonna end well. So, um, so well, like from most- the opposite side of that, from the opposite side of that, I can see where they're coming from because if you're in a zombie apocalypse with a machine gun, you can just pull the trigger. It doesn't matter what you hit. I will hit myself somehow. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be a game mechanic, and I will somehow figure it out. I still call that winning. Okay, fair. You're still hitting things. I call that winning. <laughs> yeah, one of the, one of the things you'll realize about Squidge is he's super duper positive. He's like so positive, it's ridiculous. <laughs> There's a silver lining in any situation when it comes to gaming. I'm telling you. 100%. I, I shot myself in the head. Well, that's hundred percent accuracy. Let's do this. <laughs> just just try and aim away from your head and try and shoot someone else. If not, then you're improving. You know, if it's through yeah. your ear the first time and then through your forehead, you, you're aiming away. It's gradual progression. You're not going to be a, an expert overnight. And if you weren't aiming at your head and got yourself in the head, then aim at your head and see what happens. Yeah. Fair. All right. Mm. I have a new philosophy in video games. <laughs> it might just be that your aiming's off. Just re- recalibrate and you'll be fine. Well, yeah, maybe it's the scope. You know, I put it on backwards. There we go. Yeah. yeah. And at the very least, you know, if if you do end up trying to do like a zombie apocalypse and with a machine gun, just all you got to do is attach that scope to a vehicle, and that widens the amount of things you can hit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to aim too much, do you? See, I've been playing video games wrong my whole life. Yeah, I mean, trust me to put a, a, an actual scope on a car, but you know, someone's got to. Might as well be me. Someone's got to be crazy enough to do it, and Squidge is that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, but yeah, 
I hey, visceral cleanup detail is one of those that a lot of people are like, yeah, that's so great, but it always flies under the radar. And I'm giving mm. it its time to shine. Guys, if you need to feel good this holiday season, clean up gore. It it's the best way to celebrate. It's And at the very least, you can maybe write out Mo in entrails in Santa's grotto, right? Well, yeah, because it's very simple. It's two letters. One of them is all straight lines. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the easier ones to do. It's, it's not like if you tried to write squidge in entrails, it would take a lot longer. Um, not as long as you think. (laughs) I'm not Uh, elaborating, but not as long as you think. So, you know, from experience is what I'm hearing. I mean, there are miles of intestines in the body. Uh, (laughs) I'm sworn secrecy court order, so I can't say anything. (laughs) Well, there's. There are miles of entrails in your body, so you could very easily do a nice like script or a nice handwritten font um, with the single with a, just a single body, you know. Uh, it wasn't my entrails, so it's fine. Oh, see, <laughs> even better. You you are sustainable. You're you're keeping you're making sure that you are still here to continue your entrails going. Um, mm. Yeah, so. building a yeah. legacy in entrails. <laughs> Always forward thinking. <laughs> ah, yes, the holiday episode. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Visceral cleanup detail is the only game that I know that in a haunted house episode, there is a portal in the basement where you can go to a different dimension. There's no, there's no fairness. You just chuck parts of people into a different dimension, and then you clean up the rest of the house. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone should have a portal to a different dimension where it, it, it saves so much time wouldn't it you don't have to empty the bin just chuck it in the bowl well either that or a bag holding that's all you need mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. as long as you can yeah. what is it you always say Squidge about putting a bag of holding inside of a bag of holding or something yeah bag of holding inside of a bag of holding inside of another bag of holding yeah, yeah. that way if you just can't deal you just, you just open it up and dive in yeah, yeah. So, would that create a paradox? Yes. Okay. That's why I was like, pretty sure you can't do that. I'm going to look at it. Then up. the world would end. Have you ever tried? I mean, no. I do have. I do have the. Um, I don't know if you know. There's a brand that makes the bag of holding. It's like a really big, you know, like laptop bag. I do have one of those, but I'm pretty sure I can't fit inside of it. I could put some cats in there, though. And that's all you really need in life is just go that's, somewhere. That's a different paradox, though, though, isn't it? That's a different paradox. Well, so that's that's just Schrodinger paradox. You put a cat. That's in there, only you know? it. Only if they're alive inside or dead inside, and then alive or dead on the outside. Um, if they're just in there to snuggle whenever I want to open it, then that's less. Of a let's paradox. let's mix paradoxes. Put cats inside of a bag of holding, inside of a bag of holding, inside of a bag of holding, and then the world would explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Biggest threat to humanity. It's not massive weaponry. It's cats inside of a bag of holding, inside of a bag of holding, inside of a bag of holding. Recaring. It's bags all the way down. What if they travel back in time and step (laughs) on a butterfly? Or they put the bag of holding on a butterfly and that bag of holding inside has bags of holding and cats. 
I've got an answer to this. What happens is, right, when you come back to this timeline, you find out the DeLorean's not a car. It's the car shape bonnet at the top, you know, the car shape, but it's on the, the wireframe of a motorcycle. That's what happens. If you go back in time and squish butterflies with cat with cats, you will have a DeLorean on we on like a bicycle. You've been warned. <laughs> See, I kind of want one now. I shouldn't have said that, should I? We're all we're all in trouble now. This yeah. is this is what's great about TTRPGs, right? Because I just tried to look it up. Can you put a bag of holding inside of a bag of holding? Because I'm not I'm like D D light, right? I don't know a great deal. And essentially the answer was that I that I found in most places was it's up to the dungeon master. So I'm like, that's amazing. So this this is what you guys are doing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a dungeon master, so ah. I I can I can uh, I can determine this. So I'm going to determine this for the whole world, and say that only if Squidge is involved can we put <laughs> bags of holding inside each other. And the caveat is there must be cats in there as well. <laughs> Does he have to be wearing his rather spiffy hat? Uh, it might. It doesn't necessarily have to be that spiffy hat, but it has to be a spiffy hat. It, it has to be something. I, I do have. I, d- I do have a hat where there's a shark, like biting onto my head, and the tail flops. I've got one of them. I just couldn't find it. I was going to wear it, but. <laughs> I have a bunch of headbands and stuff from when I was streaming. So, like, I have, like, the Chiquita Banana Lady with all the fruit. Um, <laughs> I need I have, one of them, yeah, I think. You can get them <laughs> on Amazon. Not for streaming, just I need one in my life. Yeah. I just need one in my life, I, I think. Yeah, I would, you should wear it to the grocery store. Um, <laughs> they, they sell them on You're daring Amazon. daring the wrong fool, my friend. You're daring the wrong fool. I'm not. No, I'm not daring. I'm demanding. You need to go on Amazon, get one of these, go to the grocery store and video or photo the whole, you know, we need proof. Um, bonus points if you wear the rest of the outfit that she wore with like the tube top and the, the skirt, like, the, you know, show a little leg. Um, you know, Don't I want to see my leg. I, I would say probably better for more of the spring summer time than the winter because it is a little it's a little skimpy, but you know I I think you can pull it off and uh, only buy fruit when you go there. You know it's like you just show up at the checkout with like an armful of fruit, dressed as the Chiquita Banana Lady. I I would normally agree, but there's one flaw in your devilishly brilliant plan and that floor is as as a person the reason why i said you don't want to see my legs is i look like a crossbreeding experiment between a werewolf and a halfling so my legs are not the best and it it's not pretty and people would visibly throw things into their face so they don't have to look at my legs see i don't want people who live near me to be i was told you were extremely optimistic optimistic and positive and yet now I'm hearing the exact opposite. You No, this is warnings. No, no, no. I would do it, warnings. but I just I just You have to remember <laughs> that people love love puppies and kittens. You are just a big puppy or kitten in a Chiquita banana costume. That should be some that, that should be some fun out right there. Absolutely. No, but seriously uh, though. Let's see it, here. It, I'll see if I can draw it. 
Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, if somebody dressed up a pug in that outfit and took loads of photos, that would win at Instagram, right? Yeah. 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 Especially if it was in that outfit and you gave it some melon to eat. Absolutely. 100%. Or a cupcake, you know, something so, like that. What was if I if I was a D and D character, I would be a werewolf in the outfit. I think. So uh, this needs to happen now. Yep. So in the summer, <laughs> the one and only Waffling Taylor's vlog is going to be you going to the grocery store in that outfit. Maybe. <laughs> you maybe. It needs to happen. You, you may have been here first, it, folks. Maybe. <laughs> I need to get the hat, and I'll. I, I might not get the outfit, but a friend of mine's got a grey tutu that I've got. I've got a jumper that the color coordinate match with. There so you, you know, watch this space. I can't say for definite, but watch this space. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Okay. So continuing the theme, Jay, have you got any comfy games that you play at Christmas after that massive tangent? <laughs> so mine is gonna. I feel like gonna be the exact opposite content-wise. Because it's Untitled Goose Game. Because... Oh, that's such a good it is, one! It is just so fun, isn't it? Because, like, there's no lose condition. And all you have to... Oh, look at that! <laughs> I, need, I need a picture of that. I need a picture of that. <laughs> we'll that, that in right, the show if you notes. could take a picture of that, that's my new avatar. <laughs> if that's all right. If you could stick it in the chat, I'll, I'll get that picture off you. That is my new avatar. <laughs> Fantastic. And we'll stick it in the show notes as well, but I need that image. <laughs> wow. Like like seriously everyone, go check out the show notes because you're missing out. This is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, untitled goose game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So back to the not existing script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, the thing that I like about Untitled Goose Game is not, I'm not going to cover any new ground here. Everyone knows this, right? Everyone who's played it, sorry, knows this. It is, it is, sorry, I've just seen the picture come through. <laughs> it, it, it is, there's no lose condition, right? So you can just run around. It's, it's the perfect sandbox game because you can just run around and cause mischief, not mayhem just mischief right it's not you're not you're not gonna hurt anyone no one's gonna get killed no one's gonna get um harmed you're just you're just picking things up and moving them around um quacking at people and chasing them down the street like what more could you ask for for a chill game right i'm sitting there in my udi i've got my uh, my hot cocoa i've got like a big beanie hat on and i'm like oh it's christmas and i'm cold and i want to play a video game i know i'll play untitled goose game what like what else do you need right nothing nothing you just you just want to be a dick to people that's what it is yes like (laughs) yeah I'm not going to deny That's all it, it. is. That's you just create <laughs> havoc. You be a dick to people as a goose. Not havoc. I like mischief. how you're like, I don't know what to say in response to that. You're right. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. As a guy who's played the game who couldn't figure out how to do the first mission, I just took my time in getting anything I could and throwing it in a pond. 
Mate, I was quite happy doing that for a full hour. That first part where, and for spoilers for people who haven't played it, but like. There's a guy tending to his garden and you have to like, you have to like pick up his sandwiches or whatever and throw them in the river. That's just genius. It's just so brilliant. And, and like you can run around and turn his radio off and he walks back and turns it back on. It's just, oh, it's brilliant. Make more games like that. <laughs> I see. I wish there were more like just silly games, like very well made, very fun to play, but just kind of silly like that where it's like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, throw this guy's sandwiches in there and, you know, stuff like that or, you know, like the yeah the stardew valleys of the world the um oh lord i can't think of anything right now i forgot every video game title ever made uh (laughs) but you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah yeah the oh there's this one i forget what it's called krako loves to play it where um the whole point is to destroy buildings (laughs) like you um you have like you start out with a hammer, but then you eventually go up to like a backhoe and like equipment and stuff like that to like destroy buildings. Um, you were supposed to flipper by chance. No, it's um basically like you'll you're supposed to go steal a car, but it all goes wrong and you just end up destroying all the buildings and then steal the car. <laughs> it's the most random game I've ever heard. And I can't remember what it's called, but he loves it. Um, <laughs> Tear down? Um, I don't know. What is it? Oh, we're going to have to rely by, on By a chance, he, he might get on with, um, there's a game, and I think it's called Kill It With Fire. And the whole Ooh. point is there's a spider in a room, and you've got to kill it. And you can use anything, pick up anything in that room to try and kill it, and you end up trashing the place. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's called Kill It With Fire. And it's oh a first-person game, and you just pick stuff up and you try and kill this tiny little spider. Oh, my God. I actually I think I've seen gameplay of that, and it's hilarious. Mm. Uh, actually, kind of thinking um, when we were just talking about like those simple, uh, kind of silly-ish games, although this one is kind of heartbreaking as well. Have you ever played Unpacked? i've 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 friends of mine have told me about it i've never played it it's it's a beautiful game and it's one of those just like Mm. chill ones but it takes you through the story and it's basically you're moving to a new place and you have to unpack all your stuff but you have to put it in the right spot Mm. uh so you can't just like dump it all or whatever but like the story is heartbreaking because it goes through this one person's life and you know, everybody has their ups and downs, their goods and bads and mm. stuff like that. But it's one of those just very, like, power-washing simulator-esque where you're just, you know, oh, I have a t-shirt. I should put that in the closet. Oh, I have shoes. I should put them on the shoe rack. Um, so it's like that. But it that's another, like, one of those chill, silly, simple games. It has, like, this really great pixel art to it. Um, mm. But that's another... Like when you say like with the Untitled Goose game, how you can, um, I just lost my train of thought, <laughs> but how, how you don't, like don't hurt anyone and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And I I now need to redecorate this room to have like a, a pile of skulls with my, my chair on top. Okay, sorry, not sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I obviously, I, I could do it. I actually, I do have... Um, very, very teeny tiny little skulls that are like maybe a quarter inch tall uh, that I made molds of so I can cast them out of resin anytime I need them. For So if you start D&D. doing it now, you might be done in two years. <laughs> you might be done in two <laughs> years for Halloween. Purposes. Start casting them all now. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's great. So if you, if you, if you do D&D terrain at all and you're just doing like a, a floor, of a cavern, a cave, uh, you know, mm. dungeon, whatever it is. Uh, you know, you could put like cracks in the floor and you can put skulls and dirt and leaves and stuff in there. Um, you know, cause it's like you're adventuring in like this deep, dark cave that there's a monster that lives in there and all this stuff. So yeah, there's going to be bones everywhere. I have a little spine too. I, I made like little vertebrae out of polymer clay and then, I probably shouldn't tell people that this is what I do with my spare time, uh, but <laughs> I, uh, I've never been so impressed. I've never been so impressed and concerned at the same time in my entire life. I'll be honest. Look, it keeps Mo out of trouble, right? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's simulated instead of real life. Yeah. Well, okay. All I do is I sit here and I make morbid little pieces out of polymer clay and research murder. I don't see what's wrong with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and I used to have a job that used to check instruments of surgical sets that used to heal people after said murders. So you know, you know, you know. So I, 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 a lot of those instruments look like torture devices. I can tell you from first-hand experience, they really do. Yeah. Funny though. Yeah. Especially, well, especially funny. Here's one for you, right? So there's just bit, bit of a thing. There, there is a set. When it comes to um, surgery, it's called a general set, and you use it with, it's like they're your box standard, and other sets you use specific tools for, right? And it's called a general set, and it's in orthopedics, and there's a big general set and a small general set, right? The big one has got all sorts of stuff on it, and then the smaller one tends to be for what's called plastic theatre, right? Which is more like... Um, Plastic surgery, but for not like cosmetic cosmetics, like plastic surgery indeed. And they have a small little hammer. And when I was first learning, I said, oh, that kind of looks like a, a toffee hammer that you might get with a, a slab of toffee. You know, like you might get a Christmas gift and what have you. So talking away, and I said, oh, by the way, what's, what's that hammer called? And the person looked at me and said, it's actually called a toffee hammer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep the toffee out of the body. That's that's all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't put the toffee with the set. That that goes to one side, but you leave the hammer in the set. Yeah. But yeah, that's an actual thing. A toffee hammer is an actual surgical instrument. There's one for you. That's some of your podcast. Yeah. I actually was reading a story recently of someone was going into surgery and they were uh, they were very nervous. And, you know, you hear the stories of people get operate like they need their right leg operated on. And they did the left or whatever. And the the doctor and the nurse were like, well, you know, here while you're getting ready before anesthesia or whatever, here's a marker if you want to leave a note, um, you know, for which leg and all that kind of stuff that would make you feel better. We'll do that. 
So this was like, I think it was like a teenager. So it was like almost adult, but still a little childish. So they were, they were writing, you know, not this leg, do that leg, whatever. And then they had their mom on their back that says, wrong side, flip me over. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they, so they went through the surgery. They're waking up in the recovery room and it's a lot later than it was supposed to be. So it was like, oh my God, were there complications? What happened? And the nurse is like, the surgery took longer because we had to read every single one of these and we're dying laughing. (laughs) 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 So they couldn't, they didn't even start this. They didn't start the surgery on time and they had to give them extra anesthesia because they (laughs) they were just laughing too hard at these notes on this patient's body. Wow. <laughs> I I think my favorite is wrong side flip me over. But <laughs> I'm like that's amazing. <laughs> that's brilliant. Episode time. I'm, I'm just going to start putting that on all sorts now. Not just body parts, just anything. Wrong side flip me over and see what happens. <laughs> What we need to do is we need to have it, like, um, put onto the belly side of all turtles ever. And that way people would know it's the wrong way. Help them out, right? Help them out all the time. Just, hop, there you go. There you go, turtle. It's turtle. I'll put it on the front side of a postage stamp and see who actually falls for it. It licks the wrong side. (laughs) <laughs> like no. a postage stamp. Why are you licking a Licking the front of it and trying to stick it down because you right, put, okay. flip it over wrong side. Fair enough. Know? Fair enough. <laughs> Just free people out. Instead of licking the glue side, you end up licking like the queen's face or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you, and then they try and put it down on the envelope with the glue sticking to the hand. So well, they end up with a do, stamp on the hand. But what you do, the print on the front... The front of the postage stamp needs to be one of those transfer tattoos that when they get wet, they transfer. Like, so then you're walking around with like like some weird pattern on your tongue all day and you don't know. You're completely oblivious whilst you've got an envelope stuck to your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Now, I'm a, I'm a dumb American. Um, our stamps are like stickers now where they, they're like self-adhesive. Uh, do you guys still have the lickable stamps, or do you have like the sticker ones now? No, they're they're sticker both. ones now. Both. Well, yeah, I suppose okay. they're both. Yeah, you can still get old school stamps that you lick. Yeah. Ew. But I just don't see why you do yeah, it exactly but right. Just think maybe, about maybe that if you if you're punishing someone. Well, you know, it's um, not you're grounded for a week. It's lick fifty stamps and put them on those envelopes. Then you can go. Oh, not okay, even fair. that. Yeah, because you um. <laughs> The, the 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 murder nerd in me because like that's a DNA sample so mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have murdered many people uh, so you want to make sure yeah, yeah you want to make sure that you limit your uh, DNA samples because that would be public property so they could go and they could take mm. that and remove the stamp and get your DNA um, so just remember it, when you murder just be careful. <clears throat> Uh, genetic genealogy is a thing. It, 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 it's, it's a thing. It's also a very low-key trophy. 
So you can get them to lick the stamp of an envelope that you're sending the, the message with, and you can lick the stamp and put them on a board of all the other victims. So it's a low-key trophy. You don't have to steal shoes. You don't have to take a lock of hair. It's just a postage stamp. Uh, we're going to end the episode here. I'm a little scared. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> See... I have a habit uh, of one-upping everyone, so... I like it. Yeah. The problem is, right, so y'all went to... Um, DNA sample can prove that you are the killer, right? But for me, it's like, imagine you're working at the postal service. You're handling bits of things with people spit on them all day. That's a biohazard. That's where I'm coming from. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I used to work in a clean room checking surgical instruments. You get used to it after a while. Yeah, well. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For me, when I think of like licking stamps and envelopes... I, I, I'm sure you guys have done it because most people have when you go and lick an envelope and then slice your tongue, like not Ooh. hard, just like a little, just little Nick. Yep. Uh, that's, Oh, that's the worst. That's worst. So like now I am the, I am the, it is not ecologically friendly. I try to be nice to the environment, but I am doing the envelopes with the little strip that you pull and it self glues because I am not licking that shit. I'm not. Nope. <laughs> Don't lick that shit. My, my <laughs> life advice from. My- I mean, that's 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 a really good life advice. If yeah. you see a steaming especially pile, if you're doing chemistry class. Oh, especially in chemistry class, do not lick the spoon. Yeah, I mean, unless unless that's your intended outcome, maybe you don't want a tongue anymore. <laughs> um, but. But yeah, uh, good life advice. If you see a steaming pile in the middle of a field, don't lick that shit. (laughs) Always get permission to lick things before you lick them, okay? (laughs) That's situational dependent, though. (laughs) That's depending on the situation. I don't want to know, Squid. Sometimes you just don't need to. I don't want to know. This is a family show. At least I hope it is. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm be. just thinking, do you need do you need permission to, like, lick a lollipop? Probably not. Lick another person? Like, just walk up and lick their cheek? Yes. Um, you know, I, you I, I would definitely, especially yeah, it's, if it's you don't know dependent. that. It's context-dependent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, context-dependent. Although, I do think it would be hilarious to watch a stranger lick another stranger's cheek out of context just to see the the fallout but just if if right so just just get screaming back to the main point if you ever lick a stamp and you cut your tongue don't do what i did and i'm gonna wait till you finish your drink before i say this don't do what I ended up doing because I cut my tongue and I thought this is going to hurt and me being the genius that I am I thought I've got a 9 volt battery over there what would happen I'll say this it didn't end well (laughs) no I can tell you I know it didn't One of the things that you said there, Mo, about wanting to watch people, just a stranger walk up to another stranger and lick them out of context, is it didn't happen in this show, but you've reminded me of a very short-lived TV show out here in the UK. It was called Banzai, and it was presented as if it was a, like a, 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 
a, a like a lost media style Japanese game show. Um, and they had um, characters like um, Lady One <clears throat> Question. She asks only yeah. one question. So she goes and meets a celebrity and she says, hi, how are you? And then doesn't say anything else. And the idea was that the viewer had to then bet on how long it would take for the other person to walk away. Or um, shaky hands man who would just shake a person's hands and keep shaking and just keep, and just hold on to them and keep shaking until, yep. like with a gigantic grin on their face, keep shaking until the awkwardness overtook the other person and they walked away. So I can imagine, like, like Mr. Licky Face or something being a character <laughs> on that show. <laughs> or it's, it's someone who's going for, like, a, a quick medical exam and the doctor just licks the face and acts like it's completely natural as part of the exam and seeing their face, seeing the reaction. I'm just going to do a small test here. All right, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> just, so lick the face and you go... Pickles, that's weird. All right. <laughs> oh, man, I love pickles, though. Pickles are great. Uh, so I'm sure, you, I'm sure you've heard, like, there's, there's pickle people and non-pickle people, and pickle people and non-pickle people should always be friends so that when the non-pickle person doesn't want their pickle, the pickle person can get the extra pickle. Um, 100%. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a pickle person, but unfortunately so is my husband, which is probably a bad thing. But Do I you have any friends. tongue twisters in your spare time, by chance? No. Should I? That sounded like a tongue twister. Yeah. Say all that again, <laughs> but like ten times faster, and repeat no. it three times over and see if you can do it. That a pickle person should be a non-pickle person's friend? <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Just do it like ten times over real fast. I, that's probably going to go very poorly, so I'm going to walk <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we've got so far off topic, but I don't really care now. So, uh, <laughs> what was the topic? <laughs> I don't know. So, I just want to say this real quick, right? Because you said pickle person, you've reminded me. I've been watching loads of um, the YouTube channel You Suck at Cooking. And there goes the machine that does my alerts for the subject change. It's now fizzling. Uh, uh, well, suppose you're on your own, folks. Um, just try not to get too much tonal whiplash from what's about to happen. Okay. Recently, and if you haven't watched it, it's fantastic. There's these wonderful little because th- it's it's. Uh, I, I hope I'm not talking down to anyone on the on the show right now. But for the folks who haven't seen any of them, it's like a a cooking like a first person view cooking video but peppered with jokes and it isn't meant to be taken seriously, but you still make the thing at the end or rather the person who's making the video still makes the thing. And there's this brilliant throwaway line that the guy uses a couple of times when he talks about pickles and he's like, and don't forget the pickles. And remember, if you don't like pickles, go get help. (laughs) I I wrote that channel down. I have to, I have to check it out because I have not seen that one. Um, that's amazing. Of all sorts of content there, yeah. Oh my god, YouTube is just a black hole. I I recently my YouTube black hole is I found this woman. I think she's in the southern U.S. because it's usually like sunny and warm, and she shears sheep. That that's what she does. Right. So this big fluffy 
fat, overgrown sheep. She'll go and she'll shear him. And then that's it. But it's amazing. I like <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. And like she'll she'll show like afterwards she'll like have all the fleece and have like this big giant huge thing of wool. And I I will sit and I will just watch one and scroll and watch the next and watch the next and watch the next and watch the next. And I lost like two hours the other night watching this woman shear sheep. Now, saying that, right, you, you can just lose time doing stuff like that. Uh, Jay, last weekend, found out that on Netflix, they do a video of just oh. a fire burning. Mm-hmm. And he lost an hour. I saw him lose an hour just watching it. It, it was it was, and the then he went. Thing. Oh, there's a different wood version, so you lost another hour watching that 100%. one as well. So, like, <laughs> I like I totally understand why they exist. Like, there's something magical about a log burning fire, right? Over here, most people would make fun of me for saying that, but there is something magical and something specifically magically American, I think, about having a log bur- log burning fire in your like in your living room or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But. Uh, there are there are houses apartments living situations where you can't have that and so i totally get that someone will film a log burning fire for an hour or whatever and put it on youtube put it on netflix but no i i was genuinely i was genuinely 100 percent entertained and you know i was sitting there with squidge and i you know i was saying i'm really entertained i'm enthralled by this and you know it was making him laugh, but I'm like, I genuinely, and then like you said, Squish, we were scrolling through afterwards. I'm like, holy cow, there's a birch wood version. Should we try that? <laughs> and then the person that, that was with us, um, she left the room and then I swapped to a different version of the, like a completely different video. And she came back and didn't notice. And I was like, this is brilliant. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, we've actually, because we don't have any kind of wood stove, fireplace, any of that kind of stuff. And we had like a a holiday get together the one year where it was just, it was more relaxed. Like we were sitting on the sofa. I had a blanket, you know, that kind of stuff. But we put the, we put the log fire up on the TV with some like chill music. And, you know, we had a a bottle of rock and rye um, and, you know, just kind of just nice chill with friends and all that stuff. And it's, it's very soothing. It's just, you know, listening to fire crackle. I actually, I use one of those uh, white noise apps on my phone. And one of the, the sounds that I have for my nightly one is a, a crackling campfire. There's just something about that sound that is just warm and relaxing and lovely. Um, but I do know, cause I didn't realize it was an American thing. Because uh, as a typical American, <laughs> this is just normal for the world. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> but um, there's one. I think it. I forget what what it was on, but Nick Offerman did one where it was him, and he doesn't talk at all, and he's just sipping brandy in front of a fire. Yeah. In like a, <laughs> you know, like a nice coat. And- Me smoking jacket. Yeah, a nice smoking jacket and stuff like that, just sipping brandy. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, there's just something about it. And it it is very, very popular in the States, uh, you know, because if you don't have a fireplace or if it's too warm. So like the other year it was 
uh, 70 degrees American units for um, Christmas, which is warm for Christmas time. <laughs> um, and it's like, you know, you were going to Christmas in a t-shirt and jeans, so you're not going to light a fire. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's nice because we go to my parents for Christmas and they have both an actual fireplace and then like a gas fireplace where it's like, mm. you know, all that. Um, so they, it's just like, it's, it's nice because you can go into uh, multiple rooms and have that, that cozy feeling and, it's sad because most of the time they just turn it on for the cat. <laughs> he he wants to lay in front of the fire, so they turn it on. And then they're like, it's so warm in here. It's because you have a fire on. <laughs> Shorts and t-shirts, yeah, like, folks. Shorts what, and t-shirts. What, what kind of a maniac puts a fire on in that sort of degree? So what will happen is you'll get a knock at the door. I'll turn up with a, with a hat, with a fruit <laughs> hat and a dress, with a maracas. Hey, do you have the fire on? <laughs> okay i will be I'll waiting downstairs i'll be waiting downstairs <laughs> at the front door um how long is it gonna take you'll be waiting a while <laughs> and you'll be you waiting don't, a very long time and if you don't turn up squidge you ruin most christmas no pressure <laughs> i i have no qualms about so, turning hey up. i can't <laughs> have a christmas tree i need a chiquita squidge <laughs> That could become. You the can new need it. Christmas it means you're going to get one, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't you can, your dream. You can expect to wear with your expectations. It's not going to happen. <laughs> isn't your dream holiday vacation going to a little town in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, in the States, that, you know, it's not easy to get to? There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. And then you get to dress up. And uh, stand on my front porch for a while. Like, doesn't that sound like your dream vacation? I mean, it is now. It was. <laughs> it is now. Um, I can't guarantee I'll I'll fulfill that, but it it, it is now. <laughs> you know, yeah, a dream vacation. You know, when when I was younger, I wanted to be a, a ninja turtle. That was out of the question. So I wanted to be a giraffe instead. That was out of the question. And at a six year old, I told someone, "Well, pick one." You know, I'm either one or the other. What do you want? You know, so now dream vacation. I've got it. It's never going to happen, but it's nice to have that. I can, I can, I can stick that on the wall. You know, when I was a a a picture of your small town with a magnet of the the hat. Yeah, I uh, (laughs) when when I was a little kid, I wanted to be Red from Fraggle Rock. So nice. You you know, we're kind of, and then after that, when I actually chose a career at like five or six years old. Um, I wanted to be uh, an astronaut ballerina. Now, the the fun the fun of that is I am afraid of heights, and I have the grace of a boulder falling down a mountain. So it didn't work out. So why well. should that stop you? Why should that stop you? Ballet is oh man, ballet teachers are rough. Like I took tap. I was great at tap. I can be loud. But, um, ballet, <laughs> but ballet in space, teacher. though, <laughs> well, you can't, there's tap no need for grace. Why you gotta be space. a ballerina. Just, um, yeah, but yeah, so ballet, yeah, not with that attitude, you can't. 
Oh, 100%. Well, the thing is, like, for you to even be accepted into, like, certain ballet classes, stuff like that, you have to be a certain height, a certain body type. You have to have certain levels of grace and poise and all that stuff. And I'm like, you know, I can stomp in there with my tap shoes, but I I can't – I trip over my own feet on a daily basis. Like, I can't <laughs> – it's, so what you do is what you do is you turn up in street clothes, right? You do an audition where you you do your tap thing, and at the end of it, you clothesline the uh, coach, and then you walk out with a drop mic. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I just imagine like throat chopping some poor little dance instructor. <laughs> yeah, just you know, it's one of those where if they say nah, it's just not possible, not in a million years. You just start tapping again, yeah. and you go towards her. You know, you do a throat chop, knock her to the ground. And you go, peace, and walk out. I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> and your, and ballet, ballet is not among them, but I will give it a try. I am not confirming nor denying I have ever done that. <laughs> I have this vision, though, of Squidge turning up to like some, some ballet class, right? With, uh, you know, a, a can of beer in one hand and you know, the lesson finishes and they go, oh, and the new person at the back. And he goes, he just downs the can of beer, crushes it against his forehead, lets out a burp and just, just, just tears up the dance floor. He just does it. He's just like, yep, hop, hop, one of those and do that and pirouette and all this kind of stuff. And then, and then they're like, what the heck? And he's like, uh, and then he leaves. <laughs> then it becomes like a legend. <laughs> How do you know what I do on a Sunday? Ah, that'll be it. You've been spying on me again. Maybe. Um, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of concerned he knows what I do on Sundays now. So I'm really concerned. That, uh, okay, so that reminds me of a story, of course. Oh. Um, <laughs> so we, we play D&D at my house. But Kraken lives in another state, so he can't mm. join us. So we do remote. And I was on Amazon looking for a webcam that I could plug into an Android tablet. And everything that came up were spy cameras, button camera, spy camera, button camera. And I'm like, can I, can I just have a camera in my tablet without spying on people? Like, can I just... Can I just have, like, a webcam, but it has a different plug or something? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Does it have to be a murder axe? I just need a shovel. You know? <laughs> oh my Both the same thing. <laughs> when you say that... Oh, my God. One of... Okay. So, I'm going to tell you... I'm not trying not to promote the podcast too much and all of the silliness, but there was an episode where the guy uh, preparing for the horrible thing that he did went to Walmart and got like trash bags and rope and a couple other things. And I was like, yeah, that's not suspicious at all. You know, why don't you, you know, like, you should go and buy other stuff while you're there so it doesn't look suspicious, like bleach and sponges <laughs> and cleaning supplies. And I I thought nothing, like, I thought I was being really smart here. I was like, yeah, you know, you just get all this stuff, you know, it looks, it looks so great and everything like that. And then somebody 
after the fact is like, you know, you just listed a full murder kit, right? And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, that's 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 more more suspicious. And I was like, oh. And like, I pride myself. I feel like I'm a okay intelligent being. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not stupid, but I felt real dumb. <laughs> after that i was like oh god yep yeah I, th- I think i think when it comes to stuff like that the more you try to be not suspicious the more suspicious you are so it's like yeah i've got like bleach and sponges i've got rope and like a shovel but i don't want people to be suspicious of me so i was like i'll get like um a big bag of cheetos and a, and a six pack of cans to look suspicious i'll get a birthday card even worse you know, and then you think, oh, I'll, I'll just make it seem family friendly. I'll get a couple of kids' toys. You look like a psychopath now. You made it even worse. And a clown kit, and <laughs> well, um, so so this is so, like I said, that is a true story, a, a true crime story. And the guy, he bought all that stuff, and then he also, off of the sale rack, bought a two dollar Halloween T shirt. Like it was just like it had like a cat and a pumpkin on it, or something like that. Uh, so that just takes you from suspicious to the hell. <laughs> so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I actually get paranoid when I do need cleaning supplies. Cause like a lot of times you, you know, a lot of times if you're doing a big clean, you need a whole bunch of stuff at the same time. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh, my, my mother's coming over. Gotta gotta make it special now. And then like you have this cart full of cleaning supplies and trash bags and sponges and scrub brushes and I'm like it, it it's more acceptable if people know it's it's the mother in law coming round and you get all that kind of stuff because people go, Ah, I know what you're getting that for. You know. But your own mother, it seems a bit weird. <laughs> you know? Well That's just a guy's perspective. What's that for? Well the mother in law's coming over. I want to be prepared. Ah, I get you. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, you know... Steps out of line yeah. one more time, I'm getting the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's... I've said way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the toffee hammer? Well, maybe not enough. Um, but <laughs> no, I... that's, that's way too small. Way too small. Yeah. But no, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it might be... Um, uh, I don't want to say it's a female thing. But, like, I feel like moms are more hard on their daughters for the state of the house than a mother-in-law is to a son if that makes sense because like my mom and like i love my mom don't get me wrong but she has the passive aggressive mother thing where it's like oh you didn't feel like mopping the floor (laughs) (laughs) is uh, is it one of those she turns up with a pair of white gloves and checks the top of the 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 doors for dust (laughs) she doesn't hmm. but she would if she could but no, like my mom is like a neat freak. And then I am the epitome of the chaotic artist where it's just sh- stuff everywhere. Everywhere there's just stuff and things and doodads. And like, you know, I have I have a derpy cheetah on my desk. It's this it's just a, a plastic cheetah, but his eyes go in different directions. <laughs> like, you know, it has absolutely no purpose, but it makes me smile. So I guess it does have a purpose. But like... Mm-hmm. To my mother, every single thing, you know, she has this beautiful house. Everything is laid out great. The furniture is perfect. She, you know, the drapes are perfect. And I'm like, 
Hey, I, I bought curtains. They were cheap. <laughs> I mean, it's not a pair of them. It's just one of them. Yeah, it's just one. But, you know, it's probably part of the window. It was... It was it, <laughs> It was it was it was one of those it was the end of the line so instead of actually filling the window it's like 7 foot in length so it trails on the floor but I I double the the part on the floor and I use it as a cat blanket and I put a heating pad under there so it saves me buying a cat blanket so you know Absolutely. I've got, I've I've got a way you can stop her right oh, yeah. and, and we'll do this before we get to the thunderplay games right first thing you do right is you get the big Beethoven dog you let it run around in the mud, and then you let it in their front room so it flaps and mud goes everywhere, right? Just for a laugh. Make you feel better. Then what you do is, when you know she's coming round, you you resin, 3D print, whatever it is, an actual chair made of skulls. You dress up like a vampress with a giant battle axe over your shoulder that's got fake blood dripping from it. She wanders in, and all you say is, say one word. <laughs> Just one <laughs> And you have a poker face. Just one word. <laughs> oh my god! There you go. I've just solved your problem. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> she already doesn't understand my fascination with true crime. This, how could this go wrong? Like this is this is perfect. I I see no flaws in this plan. I'd do it myself if I could, but I've got no room for a, a, a skull throne. But I would if I could. I'd exchange my computer chair for a skull throne if I could. I mean, who wouldn't? No, what you need to do is turn your computer chair into a skull throne. I don't have enough glue for that. You know, um, maybe it's different in the, the UK or whatever, but they have these things, these places. Um, some of them are even online where you can purchase items. Like you can you can walk into a building and give them some money and they will give you glue. Um, no, I know, no. I know. It's since it's when? New. It's new. It's new. Um, when? When did this happen? Like the past six months. Um, and then, so the- like, if <laughs> if you can't make it to a physical location that will give you glue for your monies, you can. Um, they have these glowy boxes that. You you hit a bunch of buttons and magically there's a fake store that's not real. Like you can't touch it. You can't walk into it, but it's there. It's a store and you can give them well, monies well, well, and they give you glue. It's 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 well, it's mod Hang on. Hang on. I, I, are you talking about the machine that I used to look up memes? You can actually buy things online with and it'll turn up at your door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since when? I'd choose it for memes. When? Why did no one tell me this? Um, I blame Jay. Just think of all the things that you could have owned, right? But the thing is, <laughs> though, that um, Squidge isn't allowed to go to craft stores because he ends up coming out with like a big bag of stuff that he never, uh, that I went never gets used. So, a true story, <laughs> right? There's, there's a massive like craft warehouse. In the city <gasps> where it's called Hobbycraft, right? And they've got literally everything in there. It's a little bit overpriced and it's hard to get to, but they've got a little bit of everything. I went in looking for a set of pencils, shaded pencils. All I went in for, right? I figured they'd have it, if anywhere. It's like in, in, a, in a little tin, shaded pencils. After 45 minutes, I walked out with 
um, a wooden sculpture thing, you know, where you can you can move the little bendy guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I walked out with one of them, a set of acrylic paints. Now I don't have any canvases and I can't paint. And I it I as well as that, I bought four books which I still haven't read. And I didn't get any pencils. So I got all of that. So I'm not allowed to be in craft stores unsupervised. Same, same. Uh, Recently, and like the thing is, I shouldn't be allowed at either craft stores or the dollar store unsupervised and i go to both of them by myself all the time um but i went to so michael's is one of the big craft chains around here and i went to michael's and all i needed were teeny tiny little glass vials for for D stuff and i did get them i did remember to get them i also bought four giant things of glitter i bought markers and paints i bought <laughs> um I got little teeny tiny cups and saucers. Like, I can have a miniature tea party at any point in time. Nice. I don't know why, but I can. And, um, like, I had this huge bag of stuff and came back. I've also, like, I'll go to the dollar store, drop $20, $30 on stuff. But, like, they have really great stuff that's great for crafts. They, they like, our, do- our store especially, like, but I have so, like... I have one of those craft carts, like those little Medi rolly, rolly carts, and the entire bottom shelf is just filled with glitter. I, <laughs> I'm not completely. Does that mean the skull throne is going to be covered in glitter? Of course, <laughs> I love glitter. I figured as much. And sequins, yeah. and unicorns, and kitty cats, and more glitter. And pink is my favorite color. And more glitter. And if it could be furry skull thrones. And skull thrones, yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have uh, for the podcast. I we so our format is we research a story and write up the story, and then as we're telling it, is when we go on the tangents and stuff like that. So all of my research I do in a notebook that is called the murder book, which you would think is like dark and red and black and yeah. No, everything inside is pink. Or pink with a complimentary color. <laughs> and um, it has, like, cute little bubble writing. And sometimes it has, like, cute little things with, like, tape and all the stuff. And it's, like, you read it and it's probably the most disturbing notebook you will ever read. But it's really cute. It's really cute. Okay, so two, two things, right? Having a murder book being black and all dark and brooding and stuff. That's too cliche. All right? Just too cliche. I can understand why it's pink. And secondly, if you think that made a book is disturbing, you should see me when I write a shopping list. <laughs> I don't Again, know. I'm not going to get into it, but it's it's not nice. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just make sure that you get the bleach, the shovel, the rope, and the trash bags. That's That's... Yeah, and a, a, a six-pack of beer and a birthday card, so it's not weird. Yeah. yeah exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Maybe maybe instead of kids' toys, maybe you should get some uh, kids' clothing because, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to leave a store if I did that. <laughs> it would visibly stop me. 
Oh, man. I get awkward just going through the kids section to, like, cut through. Because, like, I don't have kids. So I feel like everybody knows that. And they're like, why are you in the kids section? And it's literally just me trying to get from the crafts to the groceries. Like, that's... Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to cut through the kids' clothes, guys. It's shorter. There's less people. But then, like, there'll be a lady there, like, shopping for diapers. And I'm, like, cutting through the diaper aisle. And I'm like... I'm not weird. I promise. I just wanted to get cookies. What you should do I, is start pretending to be an expert. You should just like walk past and go, oh, you don't want to get those diapers. No, no, no. Don't ask me about what happened at Thanksgiving. Okay. You want the other ones and just carry on. <laughs> Trust me on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or, or you could like, especially if it's, if it's someone who knows an expecting mum. I know this is a very specific set of circumstances, but I'll, I'll hit you with a quote that uh, an Irish comedian, Dylan Moran, said, you know, when, when you have an expected mum, what happens is everyone comes around to support and help and tell horror stories that they've heard. You know, I love what you're doing. You're really positive. You know, I love what you're doing. You know, just just don't do what Michelle did. Why? What did Michelle did? Oh, she, she was a fool. She ate watermelon and the baby came out of her ear. You'll be fine. <laughs> you could have that mentality about it. And then you could just drop something like that and keep walking through because they will think you're weird then. They'll think, oh, they know what they're on about. <laughs> I love that. I love that rant he does. It's just, you can say it about anything. You know, it was fine. The baby came out of her ear. She had to wear too much watermelon. It'll be fine. You know. <laughs> just remember, don't buy that brand of diapers and don't eat watermelon. 100%. Yep. That's it. You know what we should do? We should get through. together and, and write a... Um, a, a book for expectant mothers that is just bonkers, stupid advice like that. Like no matter what brand of or just self diapers book. you want, yeah, yeah. No matter what brand of diapers you want to buy, you want to buy the other one, okay? Because trust us on this: the one you want to buy is the bad one. <laughs> yeah, always go one to the left. A hundred percent. That's it. That's or the, two if you're in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is like on the list of things how to get sued quickly like (laughs) (laughs) lick someone's face without (laughs) there we go we can write a book a self-help book for podcasters how to get cancelled in four easy steps three if you're good you know yeah lick strangers faces without permission um (laughs) No matter what brand of diapers you want, always buy the one to the left. Um, Don't eat wallaman. Stay away from watermelon, like a plate. Don't <laughs> yeah. mention wise. Just, yeah. just stay. Just, just stay. Although I, a hot summer day, and a mm. juicy crisp watermelon. That, that's where you're most in danger, though. That's the thing. <laughs> when you least suspect that. <laughs> Yeah, when you least suspect it, that's when you're most in danger from watermelon. You gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because that's when the watermelon police show up and they're like, "You did it wrong, man," and you're off to yeah. jail. That's it. And, and and if they don't show up, you gotta be careful because a watermelon will go for your throat. If you survive, you get arrested. You know. Yes. Oh wow! So they're it's actually the just trying to save you from the watermelon. Mm-hmm. In in a, in a manner of speaking, yeah. yeah, they're like this one. This one had a knife, man. You're safe in jail. So yeah, we 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 saw him in a supermarket buying rope and bleach and <laughs> you know and trash bags and 
six and, packs and of beer and sure. kids' toys and you know and a birthday and card. A birthday card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you if you want to eat it. You know, we're just warning you against it. <laughs> so my brain's leaking out my ears right now. Um, I have no idea what the hell we're doing. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> is, is it worth doing? No, it's fine. Is it worth doing Thunder playing games, or should we just riff some more? Let, let's do Thunder Plates. Let's do Thunder Plates. Okay. Okay. So over to you, Gia. I'm, I'm assuming you've got so, the script up. If you haven't been too busy looking out for watermelons, I want to kill you. Um, little column A, little uh, column B. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I mean, I feel like you always have to be on the lookout for watermelons trying to kill you. Absolutely. Like that's just twenty four seven. Yeah. Half the reason I don't eat fruit. <laughs> it's just too dangerous. It's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. <laughs> Oranges are the worst. I mean, it's it's a name of a fruit and a colour. You just can't trust it. <laughs> is it one or the other? It is neither. <laughs> Make up your mind, you know? At least with a banana, you know where you stand. <laughs> That could go so many wrong directions. <laughs> and don't get me started on grapes. Jesus. Uh, that's, that's just, you, you're taking your life into your own hands with grapes. There's too many of them. Well, that's why you just need to drink grape soda, because it tastes nothing like grapes. Mm-hmm. It tastes like purple. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is how orange yeah. soda is accurate, because it does taste like orange. Just doesn't yep. taste like fruit. <laughs> yes, it just tastes like the color, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I got a can of soda. What flavor did you get? Green. <laughs> what's, what's it taste like? It tastes like off red. So you know, I'll, I'll say it's green. <laughs> green, yeah, it's meant to be apple, so it could be either be green or off red. It'd be fine. I got it off this weird watermelon he gave me. I don't think it's actually a drink. I'm feeling kind of woozy. Collapse. Well, I don't know <laughs> Next why thing you know, the company's... Watermelon walks on stage with a trash bag and a rope and he just drags you off. <laughs> End scene. I don't know why companies have started <laughs> making like really gross sodas. Like you can get mustard soda, hot dog yeah. soda. Like I'm just like, why? Why would you want to do this to yourself? And people buy it. And they're like, oh, ha ha, this is going to be so gross. You know what? If you didn't buy it, they wouldn't make it. So then you wouldn't have to worry about how gross it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. I used yeah, to know a person, just an off tangent before we do Thunder playing games. No word of a lie. Just another tangent. It's person. fine. Just another tangent. Yeah. <laughs> I used to know a person who, um, they made their own ice, ice cubes, right? They didn't get it from the store. They didn't have a machine that did it. They made their own ice cubes. But they had two different trays. Right, They had ice cubes for people who they liked and ice cubes for people who they didn't like. Now, this is not a public service announcement, but I'll tell you what they did. The people that they liked, there was water in it. The people that they didn't like was the water they drained after they boiled hot dogs. <laughs> and when it freezes, you can't tell the difference. So they put it in, I don't know, whatever it was, a drink, alcoholic or otherwise, and they'd just drop it in and it'd be like, you don't like me, do you? And they'd just, they'd just be sat across the room with a big grin on the face. Mm-hmm. Yep, and after the first time I went and I got one of those drinks, I took my own drinks after that. Because I didn't trust <laughs> That's, that like, is not a public service announcement, but it is something you can do because you can't tell the difference. It, it I- freezes clear. 
It's like, <laughs> do I get the good ice or the bad ice today? Did I do something wrong? Hmm. Why is that watermelon hovering in the rafters, looking at me, <laughs> staring at me contently? I know it's got trash bags. I've got to be careful. <laughs> you always got to watch out for the watermelon with trash bags, man. Mm-hmm. Well, if anything, I think I just gave you a, a, a reoccurring serial killer for a D&D game, a watermelon. <laughs> a very well-prepared watermelon. <laughs> or not. I'm, I'm writing down mer- watermelon serial killer. <laughs> so I when, like I do this when we record, too. I write down notes, but I always forget to give them context. Yep. So <laughs> I'm going to like come back and I'll be like, is it that I need to get watermelon and research a serial killer? Is the watermelon the serial killer? Is it the name of the serial killer? And why do I need this? What is this for? <laughs> uh, yep. Non-context notes. Yeah, that's that's how we should do things. Yeah, that's how that, I I unfortunately do that at work too. Like I'll write down notes and I'll be like, talk to Evan. Okay. Be like, hey, dude, what's up? And then, like, three days later, I'll be like, hey, remember when I messaged you just to say hi? I actually needed to ask you something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, how's it going? Right, what did you want me for? I don't know. You called me. No, I've just got a note that says talk to Evan. What about? I don't know. I thought you'd tell me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know? Crap. It's like you've worked with me before, Squidge. If I say anything now, it'll get me in trouble. So yeah, right. It'll be recorded for for posterity and maybe used against you in a court of law. No, um, <laughs> posterity and evidence. Yeah, that's a double team. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> the thunderplanes. Okay, so here's the idea with the thunderplanes. Right, imagine that you're in Final Fantasy X, and that the thunderplanes is a place that you can get banished to. What we're going to do is we're going to open a portal to the Thunderplanes and very nicely, very politely, boot you through it. You will get help. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Maybe it'll be in a week. Maybe it'll be in an hour. To stop you from getting bored, we've said that we'll keep the portal open and throw through up to three video games and everything you might need to play them, including an internet connection. The only rules are that you can't ask for help because help is on the way and you can't tell anyone that you're in the Thunderplanes. You have to kind of make up some kind of, you know, excuse. Oh, I can't be there because I've got, uh, well, Watermelon is, is coming to attack me or something. So our question I mean, is... Witness Protection Program. 100%. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, as we've just proven, right? you got to watch out for the Watermelon. <laughs> what if Squidge is just a giant Watermelon that we don't realize is human-shaped? My whole life is a lie. I mean, it would explain how there's so much insider knowledge here. Uh-huh. And I I just I don't know, my my entire childhood then becomes a lie. My that oh, that should be that should be a nineteen fifties B movie. My brother was a watermelon. Also writing that down. <laughs> oh, there he is. 
I was just gonna say no comment. Okay, it's just it's just very awkward Although, to hear that much silence. So I was like, Although I wait. I I will say I was a creative consultant on that B movie. <laughs> um, I also wrote down my brother was a watermelon. So good. Yeah. If not a B movie, that could be a kids book. Absolutely. Or a very demented both? kids book, but a kids book nonetheless. Yeah, like why not movie. both? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta expose them early. Like my brother showed me *Night of the Living Dead* when I was like four. So. Good luck. <laughs> no, no, not good. Because guess who can no longer watch horror movies? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> the watermelon, obviously. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Banished to the Thunder Plains. Three video games. Can't ask for help. Can't tell anyone I'm there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our question is. Were we to throw, boot, or yeet you through the portal, which games are we throwing through with you? <sighs> okay, so. This is hard. I, I have a list of ten, and then I have the top five, and then I have the top three. But some of the top five could be in the top three, but I'm not sure. But based off of play time, the three will be. <laughs> okay. Um, so... I, all of these, you'll notice they are more very open world because say I'm going to be there for a week. Say I'm going to be there for a year. Um, when you have a storyline, once you hit the storyline, what do you do? So, um, I would say Minecraft, Ark, and Timberborn are going to be the three that I'm going to put up there. Um, those are actually my three favorite games. The top ones like Ark, I have like a thousand hours in on Steam um because i like building but i also die a lot uh but timberborn is actually my most recent obsession um those little beavers are so stinking cute they're oh and they scurry and then you can zoom in on them and like the the haulers and the builders and stuff like the haulers they'll have like logs on their back with like a little harness and they'll scurry carrying the log and then they'll have like a little crate and they'll be like here are your carrots sir and i just oh god i can't and then like you can go and you can um first of all uh you can like build all these big crazy civilizations but then also uh the way i am just in life is i like taking the base thing and then turning it into something it wasn't intended so um you know taking software with limitations and pushing it as far as you can so like i'll take these these blocks and these buildings and these different things and turn it into something like beautiful and big that you know it's like it's a cathedral made out of bakeries like you know it's that kind of stuff (laughs) uh but uh yeah so like i i do really like that and with all these open open world games, again, you know, it doesn't matter how long you have, you can just keep building, keep going, um, keep exploring, and all, uh, well, not all three of them, because Timberborn doesn't have it as much, but, like, if you want to go explore, you can do that for a little while, and then you can go build for a little while, and then you can, um, you know, maybe farm for a while or you know, do these things so then you have all these different options in this world and you know you just can keep going and keep going and then if something happens or you're in a different mood or whatever you can just start a different world 
And especially, so like one of my favorite things in Minecraft is Skyblock. Love Skyblock. Not, not Hypixel. Just, uh, I usually play like Dr. Trogs or whatever, but that's the one where there's no world. You have a tiny little island and you have to make a world. Um, so like, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's, it's just a lot of fun. And then, um, also with Minecraft, so Timberborn and Ark has like set buildings and set technologies and stuff like that. But Minecraft, you can make your, like people have made working computers in that game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can, you can make, I can't do that. Other people can do that. But like, I do know a little bit of you know, the machines and that kind of stuff. So it makes, you know, automations and whatever, but it just gives you, and that's the reason I sink so much time into these games and get lost in these games is because so much is possible. And it's like, uh, just five more minutes so I can do this thing. Just five more minutes. And then you, next thing you know, it's 3 a.m. Um, so like for me, not only are these the games that I love, but these are the games that I think, if I'm going to be there long term, uh, something happens and they can't rescue me right away. Uh, this will keep me occupied because I can do these things. And also, all three of them have a, a creative element to them. Because I, I think I might have mentioned once or twice that I'm a creative person. <laughs> um, so it would also give me some sort of creative outlet. Although probably if I was like in a you know, some sort of remote land, I would be like, is there a tree that I can get some leaves from so I can make something? You know, I would, I would be crafting something out of weird stuff, but it's like, look, I made you this. It's a stick with a thing on the end. It's like, oh, thanks. Um, I made a bookshelf out of a turtle. Check this out. <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much. And then everyone's just like, oh, great job. Please don't get close to me with that. <laughs> You're lost. But yeah, so I would say it would be those three with, um, I'm going to break the rules. Close fourth, Leaf Blower Revolution. Cause I, I'm happy to go to five. That's not a problem. No, no. Five would be Stardew Valley, but no, Leaf Blower Revolution is one of those ones that I have lost so much time in, and I'm kind of a little embarrassed by how much time I have in that game. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever played Leaf Blower Revolution, but it is quite possibly one of the stupidest games I've ever played, and one of my favorites. I have not. Have you um, played? So, it's, um, it's a screen... And there's leaves, and you have a leaf blower. And you blow the leaves away. And then le more leaves keep showing up, and you keep blowing the leaves away. But then you upgrade your leaf blower, and you blow the leaves away. And then you can get leaf Roombas that'll go around the screen and clean the leaves with you. And you can <laughs> there are, um, like, sometimes there's birds and stuff like that. If you hit them with the leaf blower... You can get extra points. Um, and that's the game. I love it. I'd say I'd say don't be embarrassed by that because it sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> but it also sounds like a game that came out a while ago called My Little Inferno. And There's a bunch the like fire. it now. Yeah. 
You throw something on the fire, you get points, you buy more stuff to throw on the fire. No. The game writes itself after that. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's My Little Inferno. I am going to have to check sure it out it because that sounds amazing. Yeah, I know there are a few like it now that I've seen, but Leaf Blower is my favorite of them. Like, I've played some other ones too, um, but I just... <laughs> I don't know why. And I have Leaf Blower Revolution not just on Steam, but also on my phone. So I can play it wherever I go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you wouldn't need us to throw that one through with you, then you'd already have it. Well, am I allowed to take my phone with me? Ooh. Okay, you could take your phone with you. See, this is it, right? This is like the NFL. We're constantly reevaluating the rules. You can take your phone with you because it's something you're going to play the game on. But you can't tell anyone exclusively or explicitly, hey, I'm stuck in the Thunderplanes. Can you come and get me? But right. the other thing that I, I very rarely mention, but I should mention more often, is that you get everything else you may need. You know, shelter, food, water, any kind of food and drink that you need will be there. It's all provided for you. This is not a survivor type of situation. It's just like, right. what would you take with you to like keep you entertained? No, just dump you in the middle of a desert with a bunch of video games and nothing else. There you go. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Good luck, sucker. <laughs> no supplies. Bye. It's like, doesn't that... You may come back, we may not. Doesn't that waterfall look just so delicious? Micro-rescue, yeah. Delete later. Yeah. <laughs> So (laughs) I just took a drink and I had a bunch of ice cubes in here with my water and they turned into one gigantic ice cube. So like (laughs) they're becoming sentient. They they have joined forces. The hive mind is alive. And (laughs) I am. I don't know if I should drink from that cup anymore. They're like the Borg, but in ice form. <laughs> Do they taste like hot dogs? <laughs> no, no, this is, this is, I, uh, they better not. Um, <laughs> that mean, I mean, crap, now we have to go down and like lick all the ice cubes. <laughs> Oh gosh. What are you doing? I'm testing for hot dogs by licking all the ice cubes. Yes. <laughs> it's a long story. Is that what we test for hot dogs? That- <laughs> Call back, right? That's what the doctor's doing when it's doing the test. It's licking your face to test for hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is the doctor testing for the presence of hot dogs or whether you are a hot dog? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I feel like I feel like both are important things to know. A hundred percent, diagnostic, diagnostically important information. It's not just the visual exam. If a guy walks in in a hot dog outfit, does it taste like hot dogs? We need to know. <laughs> Help, doc! I've become a hot dog. Do I taste like a hot dog? <laughs> Maybe. So 
scientists have done more things when they've been bored. Right. Yeah. Prime example, a couple of years ago, I read as a, as a headline, scientists find out that a snail can travel down a razor's edge and not cut itself. And what I took from that is scientists are really bored these days. Yeah, you see, uh, actually, I did see one that I found interesting, but then you also have to be like, why aren't you curing cancer? Um, scientists have figured out how cats communicate now. Yes. Um, so that's great. Um, would still really like that cure for cancer, though. Uh, that would be awesome. What you want is, yeah, we figured out how cats communicate, and then there's a little thing next to it. You just put, wait till the end. <laughs> and then at the uh, end, you just put, new, new, you know, what this boils down to is cats do river dance, and that's how they communicate with each other. But it's like a four-page, fully scientific <laughs> document of fluff, and then think right at the end. Hey, I would watch that. Like, I saw River Dance not that long ago. For the 25th anniversary, I took my mom, because she... It was so cute. She had never seen it and had always wanted to see Riverdance live. So now it wasn't Michael Flatley because he obviously has retired from dancing because he's mm. old. Um, but I took my mom <laughs> to go see Riverdance. And it's actually a phenomenal show. It's beautiful. And the like the costuming is beautiful. The dancing is beautiful. The music is beautiful. So if I could have my cats do that in like little celtic dresses and um maybe like a little open shirt for the boys or something um i would i i would be all for that actually okay god i i i don't know why you guys brought me on here because i cannot stay on topic (laughs) (laughs) so mo thanks for joining us today I, i mean i've had a ton of fun we've gone on a million different tangents we had a technology failure Twice, I think. <laughs> but we, we got there in the end. <laughs> I can't remember what we're talking about, to be honest. <laughs> nah, this has, been, this has been a blast. And uh, maybe someday you will invite me back, but I doubt it because, Lord, this is insanity. But no, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I'm really glad we were able to get together. <laughs> there there is always an open invitation for everyone on the show so you're welcome back whenever you like mo you know all right get in touch (laughs) (laughs) oh spoiler alert i am uh well have our school thrown if you come back tomorrow um no i won't have time because i uh we're going to pack some plugged saturday i should have a skull thrown ready um oh good right okay Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so uh, could you remind the folks of the podcast that you do and, and ways to find that? Like, is there a link tree or have you all got a website? I mean, everyone's got a website, right? So what is the website? We have a website. I happen to be a graphic designer, so of course we have Ooh. a website. Uh, so hmm. our site, our, <laughs> our show is The Squonk and the Hag. So that is S-Q-U-O-N-K and the hag, H-A-G's, which are both cryptids. The squonk is the saddest cryptid in the world, if you didn't know that. Um, And then our website is thesquonkandthehag.com. So from there, you can get access to episodes, show notes. Uh, We do have a link tree. I forget what it is. Uh, (laughs) Probably 
this fucking hack? I don't know. Um, I'm really good at promoting our show. Uh, but yeah, like our <laughs> our socials are on there. Um, we also, aside from show notes, we do um, one-off blog posts sometimes of stories that aren't long enough or just don't fit the, the podcast format. Uh, but yeah, so I would say that would probably be the best place, but we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, other places. I, I'm so used to saying Stitcher, but Stitcher is not a thing anymore. So I'm like, we were on Stitcher. <laughs> but yeah, well, so. If you, if you have, if you're using a podcast app, search for the Skronk and the Hag on your podcast app. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and you can so. listen to more of this, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I in, I looked up um, what a squonk was, and apparently there's a squonkapalooza, like a yes. celebration of squonks. That sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, I wanted to go this year, but I, so uh, my husband's parents wanted the whole family to go down to Florida for a week together because we have some young nephews and stuff like that. So they were the perfect Disney age. So we had to go down to Disney and it was the same week as Squonkapalooza. That's not yeah. stuff. How selfish are they? I know. Squonkapalooza. <laughs> but, but yeah, so the, the squonk is a cryptid that is so ugly, it just cries all the time. Oh, no. And if you look at a squonk, you become utterly depressed. Oh. Yeah, it's the saddest good. cryptid in the world. That's no you good. need some watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out uh, for the ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, now I'm thinking of watermelon and hot dog ice cubes together in a drink. Ooh. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not good. Okay. Not good. So, we'll call it a potluck. Oh, see, I was going to call it the squidge. <laughs> Got him. There's already a drink called the squidge, but I'm not allowed to say what it is. It's industry <laughs> secret. So. Fair enough. Swan secrecy were real swear words, so I'm not allowed. <laughs> so with oh. that. <laughs> On that happy note. Thinking about Absolutely. a drink of watermelon and hot dog ice, you know. <laughs> so with that being said, folks, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Waffling Tailors. Thank you, Mo, for being on the show. Um, thank you for And if you want to find out, oh, you're very welcome, very welcome. <laughs> if you want to find out more about us, head over to wafflingtailors.rocks. It's all one word, except for the dot bit, then it becomes two words, because I can English. Um, that's our website. We've got some stuff on there. Um, at the moment, Squidge is doing some, um, uh, every so often, some chill streams where he's trying out some new video games and playing them on Twitch, so you can find all of that information on our website. And yes, Squidge, I'm going to say it. You make fun of me all the time. If you head over to wafflingtailors.rocks and look for the page of those games we played, it's in the header um i have a little ai script that rips through all of our episodes figures out all of the games that we talked about and links them on there and there's one big table you can organize alphabetically or by the number of times that we've talked about it you click on one of those let's say you want to look at um resident evil you click on the resident evil it show you every single time we've talked about the 1996 classic game resident evil so you should check that out wow you're really even my hat was doing an eye roll 
I love the combination of things coming from the boat telling me I'm smart and Squidge just, yeah, whatever. I didn't even hear him. I know what he said. I will also add that um, coming up soon, probably the show notes for this episode, there's going to be some beautiful artwork for (laughs) for the the website. Uh, Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I I worked really hard on that. You did? My new avatar. That's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. (laughs) It's been a a ton of fun having you on the show. Thank you very much. Of course. Bye. (laughs) The, the, The quickest description is we're just a bunch of idiots that someone let have microphones, but okay. Kinda like us, nice. <laughs> yeah, so just just remember that. <laughs> That's gold. Just remember that. Alright. <laughs> Alright, Squid, you're in charge of this one. You're you're running it. No, Although I've just told you what to do. One, two, three, clap. That's the tra- that's the trailer for socials. <laughs> <laughs> Just that little section. Yep. I mean, it seemed it, it's it sounded great to me. Oh my! Like I literally have to be like, okay, I'm stopping recording now. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Oh wait, I need to stop recording because I'm still recording this.